Hi, this is James Devine, and I am an educator who has come out of the trenches. Listen in as my friend and colleague Dana Goodyear shares stories and tips from other educators who have come out of the trenches. Welcome to the Out of the Trenches podcast. This is Dana Goodyear. Thanks for listening. My next guest is Brian Zvemke. Brian is the Assistant Superintendent of Learning and Innovation in Illinois with 23 years of experience teaching and leading in rural, suburban, and urban settings focused on student achievement and student engagement. His priorities focus on the core strategies of a guaranteed and viable curriculum, mental health, equity, and access for all students, supporting quality teams and personalized learnings for students. Brian completed his doctorate program for educational leadership at Aurora University, defending his dissertation, building social capital through social media, and is serving as an adjunct professor at Aurora University. As a veteran administrator, Brian has developed a passion for the necessary change toward future-ready education, an ecosystem dedicated to student growth, collaborative spaces and practices, and research-supported techniques to long-term success. Further, Brian is co-facilitator for the Mastermind and sometimes blog contributor for Teach Better Team. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. Well, thank you so much for having me. How are you? Great, great. Well, we have connected through the Teach Better team. Um, and I just came back from the uh, Ohio conference. Unfortunately, was not able to meet up with you. Um, but um, we'll talk a lot about kind of your work um, that I mentioned in the bio during this podcast recording. Uh, but I'd like to start off with um, this question I ask everybody at the beginning. Tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to grow. Yeah, I think uh, um, it's it's a different trench um, each each year. It's a it's a different opportunity to to serve. So right now my my trench is different. Um, I'm transitioning from moving from a building level leader as a principal for the last 13 years now to um, district office supporting as an assistant superintendent. And the one story that I always remember or or, or mentorship along the way was um, principals and superintendents talking to me about. You know, the further you you move away, or the further you move up in an organization, the further you move away from from kids, mm-hmm. um, the further you move away from those trenches. And um, I'm kind of reminded of a story that that I worked with a, a classroom teacher on years ago, um, and she came to my office. She was very upset with a, a, a situation in, in her classroom uh, where some students had misbehaved, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like looking back on it, a, a story that was like a little insignificant at the time when you looked at the mass kind of overall, you know, uh, ecosystem of the entire day and mm-hmm. she had some broken rulers and she was upset. And, and, uh, you know, I took the time and I solved the issue that she had. And, and when I got my first principal job, uh, they're, they're actually framed in my office right now, uh, a set of broken rulers. And it, it just kind of reminds me like about being in the trenches, working with people and then, you know, the small things for, for them, which may not seem so large in, in, in the overall pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really important that no matter where you are in an organization, I've been fortunate to serve in, in multiple roles in multiple districts, that everything is important to somebody. Mm-hmm. And taking that time with them and allowing um, their issue, be it small or large, um, and, and giving it that time and giving it the oxygen and supporting somebody, um, you know, is, is a story that, probably happened 15, 16 years ago that has still stuck with me. And it, and it reminds me that wherever I am, whatever trench that I'm supporting, 
is ultimately a way to to always be able to to help and support people and stop what I'm doing, um, and 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 then ultimately you know take care of whoever needs are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important, both as a building leader and a district leader. Tell me a little bit about your move. Uh, you said this uh, you just started this school year as assistant superintendent. Um, and a little bit about your background um, from AP to principal to your current position. Yeah, so um, I taught for um, about a half a dozen years and, and then I moved into administration and, you know, kind of learned as I went and, you know, started as a, as a dean of students and moved into the role as an assistant principal. And I kind of took on a traditional role of you know, dean to assistant principal and helped out with athletics for a while. Um, then I really kind of got into the student services side of, of the world and, mm-hmm. and kind of the early RTI days. Um, but I always had, you know, that instructional mindset um, and the curricular mindset. And I was fortunate enough to serve um, as a building principal uh, in middle schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I made the leap to serving as a principal at a high school. Um, which was a, a really unique experience. It was, um, I, I wish I would have had a little bit non-COVID uh, experience, just like I'm sure like everybody else has uh, over the last 18 months to three years. Um, but it really has given me kind of that full picture. So now that mm-hmm. I, I serve um, in the role as an assistant superintendent for, for curriculum um, and learning, um, it's really given me that that scope and that lens to, to recognize all right. When I'm about to send an article to read, I remember mm-hmm. what that was like when I got it mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. that. What did that day actually look like? And, and, and was I able at that time, would I have been able to read this or, you know, what does my timeline look like on things? So, you know, right now I'm thinking about and we'll continue to, to work towards this is you know, blended learning and, and the district I'm working in has been a champion in blended learning for a long time and, and at, the, at the high school level. And we're really trying to focus in on the, the learner at the middle level and, and what, mm-hmm. what we do through blended learning at the, at the middle school level. That's probably something that we're going to be focused on for, for the remainder of this year. Um, but understanding that, you know, that might take two, three, four days before I might get a response. And mm-hmm. so now I'm thinking, um, I'm, I'm planning now, three weeks in advance, three months in advance, multi-years versus as a, as a building level leader, sometimes it was three minutes at a time, <laughs> the next 30 minutes, the next three days. Um, and you didn't get a chance to always kind of complete that cycle. Uh, and so it's, it's a different pace. It's, it's, it's um, uh, challenging uh, in its own right. Um, and, and I think that, you know, I'm surrounded by people who are just, outstanding educators they produce at a high level um i'm learning as i'm going mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm fortunate to be a part of a good team mm-hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about some of your goals um, in terms of still getting into the uh, buildings uh your district you said had two middle schools and one high school so uh how do you see your support um, this year yeah, I, I've been pretty intentional and will continue to be intentional about being uh in, in buildings um mm-hmm. Maybe rather than than some conferences right now, I think it's important that I I I, I grow my, I still grow my professional learning network, of course, mm-hmm. you know, in person and digitally. But also, um, I need to know who staff are, and mm-hmm. and I I like them to know who I am as well too. Um, so I started 
um, department showcases where it's it's quite simple. Um, I just work through the department chairs um, and and try to set up a time with some teachers that want to show off. Um, mm-hmm. They want to talk about you know what what they're doing in the class. It's something that they're proud of. Um, you know, I, I I'm kind of branding it in the sense that you know I'll, I'll write them a little thank you note. Um, we'll do some things on social media. They get a little mm-hmm. laptop sticker, but more than anything, it's an opportunity for me to see what people are proud of, mm-hmm. um, for me to be able to see uh, the, the school environment with the students, um, and, and and you know just kind of get get out there and 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 enjoy really what happens on a day-to-day basis that, you know, learning is a destination and, mm-hmm. and ultimately uh, at the end of the day, what is their process and, and, and how can we, how can we ultimately support it? So I couldn't think of really a better way of kind of systemically coming up with reasons to go into buildings and work with mm-hmm. teachers and, and see what they're proud of. And I have a number of them booked and um, we'll, we'll have a number of, of department showcases um, moving forward. It's like a, a a very cool show and tell. This is mm-hmm. what's going on, and there's no clipboard, and it's not an informal, and and you know we're we're not looking at domains or or anything along those lines. It's just an opportunity to show off, and and you know tell that story of what's happening in the classroom on, on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we often see student work being displayed, but actually giving the teachers an opportunity to, uh, you know, have some social media shout outs or. Uh, you'd be able to share with other people in their building what's going on. I mean, that's that's a great idea for teacher support. And especially now, like we're talking a lot about adult SEL and mm-hmm. uh, teacher burnout, just really recognizing what they're doing in the classroom. I, um, I think just I think it's just like anything, you know, mm-hmm. and I know social media is not 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 for everything, not for everybody. So, you know, I look to do some internal communication as well, too. Mm-hmm. But when you're building up that collective efficacy of a of a of a teacher of a staff, mm-hmm. you know, for them to be able to see, wow, this is what my peer does, mm-hmm. that might be something that I want to learn a little bit more about. Or you know, taking taking teachers and 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 giving them you know the platform for for them to get a little bit of a shout out. I, I think that's great for climate and culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you told me in the pre chat that this move. Um, Maybe it was something you'd had an eye on, but it wasn't necessarily something you'd anticipated, but you prepared for it kind of in your doctorate program for this move. So tell me kind of how that transition played out. We had a great cohort uh, for, mm-hmm. for my doctorate. It was face to face. And I know that there's, you know, some some blended models of that as well as, you know, fully online. But I, I really valued the face to face um group with the the 12 or 13 of us through our program. And I'll tell you, it was like the best professional development. The last 15 minutes or so usually were awful because I was mm-hmm. with like, look at what was the next set of assignments due. But um, I loved it so much um, and, and keep in contact. I know everybody's a text away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're checking on each other professionally and personally, it really became like kind of your third family behind your, your work family and your regular mm-hmm. family. You had a cohort family. Um, and so, you know, I'm proud of everybody that, that I worked with and, 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 uh, you know, where they're going in their careers. Um, I'm actually teaching at the same institution that, that I went and, and teaching a curriculum instruction class and, and, and really enjoying that as well too. Um, and plan to continue on doing that, um, in the future. Um, so yeah, you know, as, as I continued that program, 
you know, it, 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 the more you learn, the more people you meet, the more, more doors that, that open for you. And, you know, you start thinking about, well, I have X amount of years left in my career. Or I, I want to accomplish this or this, or, um, where does my philosophy and education match up with? Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you start really thinking, you know, very early in your career, you, when, when you're, when you're taking on that first teaching job, you're taking on that first teaching job mm-hmm. and take it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, at least that was for me. And then as I got a little bit further into my career, you know, I, I could be more selective, not with the jobs that were offered, but with the jobs that I was interested in applying for. And I mm-hmm. think that's key separator is if you just blanket the market completely and say, I'm applying for everything. Well, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why? And, Mm -hmm. you know, is it because this is where the natural step is, or this is really where your passion is fueled. And and I I find myself in a situation right now where I'm really enjoying it. I'm getting stretched. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm learning, I'm learning to support through, uh, um, building level leaders and principals rather than, than mm-hmm. there directly at, at the, at the ground level. Um, it is a great experience. Um, I'm really enjoying it and I'm absolutely getting stretched. Um, I've read more, um, I've attended more webinars in the mm-hmm. last, uh, you know, three to three to five months than I have in, in, uh, in quite some time. Um, cause the day-to-day operations are, are, they're just different. And, um, so it's, it is that kind of cohort feeling and, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to, to work with, with some great members of this team and then, you know, folks that I've kept in contact with, um, you know, where we can still lean on each other. It's been great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's in the same district that you were a principal, correct? No, no okay. new role, Okay. new district, new, uh, new title, new everything. Um, so you've mentioned a little bit about your work as an adjunct uh, at Aurora University, um, and how do you use uh, the topic of your dissertation, building social capital through social media, kind of in your um, curriculum instruction and assessment class? Yeah, one of the things that I've that I asked them to do, and it's, it's it used to be something that I'd ask my department chairs and assistant principals to do as well, is just really maintaining a digital footprint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, however you describe the best schools, you know, whether mm. that's academic or, or college and career or, you know, by, by uh, you know, these, these reports that are published. What I learned through my dissertation is I studied the highest performing um, high schools in the state um, really based on, based on um, where they fell. Uh, as exemplary schools, and then where they fell um, on a state survey on climate and culture. Mm-hmm. So I had the kind of the best of the best of the best. And I, they had great, great social media footprint. Mm-hmm. Frequency was really high. But typically speaking, you find out from schools when school is and when school's not. Today mm-hmm. is such and such day. We don't have school. Um Parent-teacher conferences are coming up. You know, that's the stuff that goes on the fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you find out information kind of about who's winning. You know, congratulations to the cross-country team or, 
the volleyball team did this, or, you know, we're, we're putting a food drive together, you know, so it's, it's kind of get, you know, think the, the sports programs and then also, you know, like a service project. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network, better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. And I think when you really take a deep dive, even the better schools in communication kind of miss that human interest story. Mm -hmm. They miss sharing about what's happening on a day-to-day basis in the classroom. Because when kids come home and they say to their parents, you know, their parents say, well, what did you do in school today? They kind of say, well, nothing. You know, what Mm -hmm. what, did you do? Nothing. Do you have any homework? Mm -hmm. I already did it. Okay, have a good day. And, and all of a sudden from eight to three is just, it's just washed away. Mm-hmm. And I think as as building level leaders, as curriculum leaders, as superintendents, um, everybody throughout the entire system needs to help our public understand what's happening in our classroom because it's so vastly different than mm-hmm. what they experienced as a student 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 Mm -hmm. years ago, so on and so forth. And, you know, you're talking, I mean, our kids are in in engineering academies and and they can take blended classes and online classes. And it's so different than than when, when, you know, I was in high school or even when the parents were in high school. Mm -hmm. But how do they know that? Mm -hmm. And it's not the end all be all that it goes through social media. Um, using print media, um, getting out and having, you know, a community breakfast, being connected to your, to your, to your community, um, bringing folks in. It's so critical that people in the community, families understand what's happening Mm -hmm. in the classroom, Mm -hmm. because if they don't understand what's happening in the classroom, they're, they're disconnected and there's a lack of engagement or the, the real downside is they create their own narrative. And, um, you know, I trust our teachers. I love our teachers and, and, and all that support them. And I think it's really critical that we help tell the story of what's happening in, in an eighth grade math class or what's mm-hmm. happening in sixth grade PE or what's happening, you know, in, in uh, you know, a Spanish class at the high school. And how have you maybe helped um, with these uh, students who are in that cohort um, and the students that you teach, uh, support them uh, to maybe kind of put the word out there more, either through social media or uh, making some changes to their website. Yeah, so one thing that we did was a little bit of an audit. Um, we created a class hashtag, um, um, you know, that where we would post, we, we took a little bit of an audit. We used a framework um, that, that I developed through, um, a survey that the state of Illinois gives. Um, so, you know, you're looking at kind of academic achievement, you're looking at a supportive environment, you're looking mm-hmm. at a number of, of different different um, thought processes in terms of, you know, boy, oh boy, we post so much about track, yet mm-hmm. we have never said a word about the students in our EL program. Or, yeah. wow, we spent a lot of time talking about um, SAT, um, but we have never said a word um, about suicide prevention, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. And, and so by just kind of taking a dive into your own digital footprint 
or what is sent out in newsletter or, or what, because every place is a little bit different on how they do it. And I think the trap sometimes related to social media still, and I, and, and even after all these years, there's not a lot of lukewarm feelings on social media mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. by educators. They're either in or they're, or they're, they're kind of like, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. And I always try to kind of remember, and I'm reminded of this sometimes when I get a little soured by it, you know, you control your feed and, you know, you see something that, you know, is, is not what you need, mute it, you know, block it. Um, if, if you find yourself, you know, kind of going down a negative trap, you know, you, you're, you know, the device doesn't control you, you control the device. <laughs> Um, you control your feed and your algorithm. It'll relearn you real fast. So um, I think first and foremost, we try to get past through those fears, mm -hmm. um, you know, related to social media and keep bringing it back to what is the curriculum instruction that you're trying to, um, you know, have our, have our kids focus on and learn those transferable skills uh, you know, from grade level to grade level, like what, what is, what ultimately are we trying to accomplish and kind of keep going back to telling that story. And that story can be, you know, through a portrait of a graduate, or that story can be through, you know, a simple post about national honor society, or that post mm -hmm. can be, you know, something uh, um, about, you know, having, you know, uh, breakfast with buddies or whatever the case may be, but not missing an opportunity to tell that story. And then I think also, um, you know, creating authentic opportunities for two-way dialogue, not just pushing it out, but then, you know, responding back to, to folks and, you know, sometimes picking up the phone and calling and, you know, talking to them about, you know, what it is that they're, that they're seeing um, using surveys. In, in, in my mind, telling that story and, and being really, really good um, about staying kind of focused on your strategic plan and what you're trying to accomplish and then creating that system around it to say, okay, what have we talked about and what have we not talked about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it should definitely go into uh, the strategic plan for the school year and have some type of committee. Um, you know, I've been at schools where they do have Twitter and uh, Facebook, Instagram presence, but like you said, a lot of it's about the sporting events sure. or if, if they have an open house, right? And, and right. there are a lot of things happening at the school that get ignored for families that are shopping, uh, for where to send their kids, for potential staff members. Um, there are a lot of websites that are outdated or don't yeah. really have, you know, correct information for staff for the school year a lot of the time. And it's really, like you said, looking at your digital footprint as a, uh, as a community. So. Yeah, but I think it's a great retention and recruitment tool mm -hmm. um, to, to, to storytell. And again, it's not just social media. It's really anything in terms of a web 2.0 tool. It's, you know, maybe your school district uses a remind app or, mm -hmm. you know, their website is like you're, you're mentioning current and clean, um, you know, and, and it, and it shares, you know, the information that's, that's needed. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you're competing against a lot of other information, um, pushing things out, you know, during the, during the, you know, two thirty pickup when all the parents are sitting there, it's a good time to push out information, mm -hmm. pushing out, you know, information on a Friday afternoon. Um, you know, you look at the metrics on that and, and it sits and, and you don't, you don't get the, you don't get the results. So, um, 
you know, I, I've tried many, many different ways to try to get out as much information as possible. And you just have to, to authentically listen back to what's coming back. And somebody says, you know what, you know, I just going back as a building principal, you know what, um, it would be better if we got this, you know, Monday morning, you know, so mm-hmm. we understood what was coming up this week. Okay. Great for the mm-hmm. feedback, grateful for the feedback. So we started doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, every place is a little bit different. Every, every um, ecosystem is a little bit different on what they like and what they appreciate. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, is you, you should have enough content when kids are in there, you know, seven, eight periods a day for, you know, five days a week for, you know, uh, multiple, multiple months throughout the school year. There's plenty of information out mm-hmm. there um, mm-hmm. to tell. And, and, and I think um, one other piece I would add is not only is it, let's make sure that we're talking about the curriculum. Words are great. Pictures are better. Mm-hmm. Video wins the day. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you could show somebody the excitement or what engagement looks like, um, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so much in that um, topic uh, to explore in it's really like, you can't go back and just have a plain website that's never updated or rarely updated. Like you said, it's just showing your school to the public is so important these days. Um, So you also spend some time coaching administrators, as I mentioned in your bio, Uh, you um, facilitate the admin mastermind with Teach Better team. Um, So what got you into wanting to coach administrators and, how do you kind of um, help them uh, move um, from the maybe assistant principal to principal? Yeah, you make it sound fancy. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, that organization um, has been re- very kind to me. Um, I, I've i also had some really good mentors um, who have really taken the time with me and, and, and asked me the kind of what I wanted to do in my career um, that I still keep in contact with. And you know, can get together for a coffee or, or, or shoot a text to, uh, whenever. Um, I, I always found like the, the, the best supervisors that I, that I worked with really never quite said, do this or do that, but they were excellent thought partners. And, um, what I try to do with any administrators and this just, that, that happens to be, you know, weekly digitally, um, is really listen, like, what is it that they're trying to solve? Um, or are they even trying to solve something at all? Or do they need to vent? Do they need to talk? Do they need to spitball some ideas? So, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to be a really, really good listener, um, which isn't always easy because I'm also then thinking along with them, like, okay, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. And you could fall into that trap of, of, of not being aware of, 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 of what, it is that they need. Um, but, you know, to me, it's, it's one area where, um, you know, I, I take some pride, uh, in, you know, uh, assistant principals or deans or teachers that have moved up throughout organizations, whether I'm still in them or not. Um, you know, people reaching out, Hey, I'm looking at this position or, Hey, you know, uh, can you give me some advice and, you know, write a letter of recommendation or, is this really how this job really is? And, you know, just all of those types of things. And then just, you know, checking in with people, you know, those, those people that you worked with um, along the way as, as teachers or instructional coaches or admin, um, 
who you spent a lot of time with and uh, you know when when uh, either you move on or they move on you know you you still have a special interest in in how people are doing mm-hmm. um, and you know uh, you want to want to make sure that they're they're successful and and then you you have to take the opportunity to try to find the next person that you know can, you can help help learn and grow um, mm-hmm. because people have done that for me throughout you know 20 22 23 years and and I'll need that until I retire and yeah. then you know, from, and then I'm going to continue to do that for for folks as as, as long as they let me talk education mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you talked about it's like uh the pieces that are moving on the chessboard <laughs> right kind of uh, helping people find their their place yeah. um, you know there's a lot of come and go throughout the years but like um you know people that are moving up to admin or different positions in admin, like where, where is their best fit? And I think the best admin have some type of a coach that they're able, like you said, to um, talk through some, some issues with, or just vent Uh, because not having that leads to burnout. Well, when you think about, um, are are you, uh, are you a sports fan? What's your sport? I'm really not that much of a sports fan, but I like watching like winter Olympic sports. Okay. So what's, what's your winter Olympic sport? Skiing. Skiing. Okay. Do you, can you think of a skier's name? Uh, Lindsey Vaughn comes to mind. Okay. First. All right. Recently retired. Lindsey Vaughn, great skier, had a coach. She's one of the best skiers in the entire world. If anybody doesn't need a coach, it's Lindsey Vaughn. Every musician gets lessons at some point they are coached but yet in education sometimes mm-hmm. we think like well we don't need to be coached we're an administrator or we're a teacher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you need coaching everybody needs coaching uh we all need to to reflect on 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 practices um on on what on what we do every single successful you know adult who's an athlete or an actor they have coaches we should too and I think it's it's a part of the profession that is lacking. Um, we have a great set of, of coaches here. Um, I want to continue to see them grow and, and and reach out to even even more and more people. But administrators need coaches. This is you know this is a a team sport, not an individual mm-hmm. sport. You know, um, but you know the the more people we work with and the more coaching we have, it helps us. It helps us grow. Um, and and you know we can get kind of some, you know, uh, a little bit of advice back. And it's usually nice, you know, like, oh, you did a good job there. But, you know, if you're kind and you get that kind of advice, you're you're really like actually giving somebody some critical feedback as well, too. And I think sometimes, you know, people will will take the nice route rather than the kind route. And and the, the more like somebody can say, hey, you know, Brian or hey, Dana, you know, I think you're doing a really good job here. Here's where I can see you grow that honest critical feedback is mm-hmm. so important and intentional, um, you know, to do. And, and I, and I think the great leaders take the time to do that and, and then, you know, can also um, take the feedback back as well too. But um, yeah, the theme we got, we got to be coached all of us, all of us. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think that there should be an exception um, to that. And I know that we have incredible educators and I'm, I'm, I love, all the places that I've worked and and have met 
teachers that have been unbelievable. Let them get coached and then turn around and have them do some coaching as well, too. Um, I think it's a missing part of it. You know, this is a very um, individualized profession from time to time. And I know we've done some things with professional learning communities and created interdependence. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times it's what I'm doing with my kids. And and uh, I think the 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 people that are uh, doing better and you talk about mental health and capacity and their own bandwidth are opening themselves up for the support and the coaching, you know, that that uh, other folks are, are getting right now. Yeah, it's so important. There are so many teachers. Uh, I mean, there's more and more people getting that support, but like, like you said, so many people that are working on their own island, whether they're in the classroom or an administrator. And um, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, it's going to lead to burnout. And that's why there's a lot of attrition. So definitely seek out support uh, through professional learning networks or your district or, you know, Teach Better Team is a great place as well. Um, well, we talked, a, yeah, we've talked a lot about just your um, move to your current position, your teaching, uh, some of your doctoral work. Out of everything we uh, talked about on the podcast today, what's one thing you'd like listeners to remember? Um, I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's important that that you you stay very very active in your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and, and try to try to really understand that you know your story is is about students um we're we're here for kids we're here to support you know teachers and and it's you know kind of their journey along the way um so you know i, I think understanding that narrative um and being able to share that narrative is 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 really important um and and, and trying to make sure that you're doing it from the perspective of a of a student a teacher a parent um, a board member, a community member, so on and so forth, and taking the time with people and really understanding at the end of the day, this is a relational uh, industry. I know we want to build mm-hmm. systems to support them, and we should, um, but we need it, we need to always remember that this is a, a relational uh, um, industry, and and um, it's fantastic. It's been my my life's work of being being an educator, and I'm blessed every day that I get to get to do it and make a little bit of a difference. So, um, that's, that's what I hope uh, folks, folks can take from this and, and reach out if they need anything, because I'll reach out to them first if I haven't already. Well, in that vein, where can people find you online and connect with you? Yeah. Um, certainly, uh, message through, through Twitter at Brian's Wemke, Instagram the same way. Um, you know, I'm on LinkedIn as well too. So I'm happy to, just, you know, have a virtual cup of coffee or a physical one if we're close um, and, and talk shop and, and, and think about all the good things we have going on. This is this is a beautiful profession um, that that gets to um, support all the other ones that come from it. And, and we we have a we have a, a gift um, every single day that we get to line up and, and support teachers and support students. It's been a pleasure having you on the Out of the Trenches podcast today and hearing your words of wisdom and how you support and like to give back uh, from those you've learned from as well. Have a great rest of your evening. My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. Get it now at amzn.to slash 3B7 to Z. Again, 
amzn.to slash 3b7hx2z. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. Tell your friends and colleagues about it. And if this episode resonates, especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at Out of Trenches PC.